The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here on Analyze This and um, you know, great conversation there with um, Senator Nova Francis um, being re-elected uh, to the legislature. Um, for the fifth time, fifth consecutive time, him and uh, Marvin Blyden. Uh, and but you know what? I'm going to ask my DJ, I, I need to ease my head a little bit. I'm going to ask my DJ to put on that, that GMC that I, I, I like to hear ever so often to, to ease my brain. And then when we come back, hopefully we'll have uh, another uh, successful candidate uh, on the backside of this classic GMC. Yeah, Rudy Craig, uh, your, your, your senator win the race, man. Just, yeah, your senator win. So enjoy this year in the meanwhile, and hopefully we could we could get the, uh, the 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 successful candidates to join us. Enjoy this classic James. You want to be favorite, huh?
course, you know, that was that's the classic uh, James and the Happy Seven. We're gonna play that to just ease uh this situation ever so often. You know, we've been trying to call this big shot for the longest. And I believe um that she's finally decided to answer the phone and you know, join the conversation. And um, she has said to tell me, tell me, leave. She said, she said to tell me to leave her alone when they had somebody else picked to run for us. And I was defending her saying that she'll run for us again. Good morning, Madam President. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Congratulations. It's always good to hear your voice. Congratulations to me. Congratulations to the people of the Virgin Islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah that's yeah. where the congratulations should go. You yeah. know, I've worked hard and I've led with a steady hand. And the people saw my work. And I really want to thank them for um, for the vote of confidence and, you know, for seeing, the, 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 having the wisdom to continue to support my work in the Virgin Islands. And I don't say St. Thomas, St. John, because it's the Virgin Islands that I work for. But without a doubt, but to this date, um, as of November 10th, uh, 2022, every single vote that you've gotten, you've gotten out of the St. Thomas, St. John district. That's a factual That's statement. That's okay. That's a factual statement. Every single decision that I made in that I make in the legislature, it impacts the U.S. Virgin Islands. You know why? You know why? Because yes. of, because the legislature is a state body. That's right. That's right. These are factual statements that I'm making. I'm daring you to refute anything that I just said. Just no. Anyway. Yo, I'm just teasing. Yo, I'm teasing. I'm having fun with you because you know you you yes. you come out with force. And, and I like to meet force with force. I just think that's a good thing. Check this out. Iron sharpens iron. Check this. <laughs> Check this out. You, you got a new nickname. What is it? Ruffian. It, ruffian. No, see, I'm, I'm not a ruffian. Ruffian. Hold up. Ruffian. The, 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 if, if you don't, if you don't have, you have to have courage. You have to call your conviction. No, no, you have to no, no, no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why that's your name. She she was a great race mayor. You know, yesterday we were referring to you as the mayor, the mayor, right? Um. Teach the boys them a lesson, right? Uh, w- once again, and uh, you not all, you've not only won um, six. You know, you've not only been successful in six elections, three primaries, and three general elections, but you've been the leading vote getter in all six. You're six for six. Um, clearly, um, the people of St. Thomas, St. John, see something in you um, that allows for them to feel comfortable supporting you on a consistent basis and you and your staff uh, are to be commended for that thank you so much thank you okay good no let's 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 start with um st john um because even though the district is st thomas st john on this show we tend to show st john a little bit more love than they'll get anywhere else um the needs for the people of st john as someone who lives uh, in the st thomas st john district uh, when we crank this when we recrank this in january um, what are you looking at in terms of making sure that the St. Jonians feel more inclusive um, as a part of the St. Thomas, St. John District and the Virgin Islands at large? Well, from a legislative perspective, uh, we just have to keep, um, you know, keep engaging with, with our sisters and brothers in St. John. But what I, what's really important to me is when I um, became a senator in 2019 and I, and I sat and we worked on the first budget, one of the things that I realized is that the $1.5 million was set aside for the St. Jonian, for the, for the St. John Capital Improvement Fund, was going to haul trash. And I made a really big stink in that meeting. I said, listen, while I'm sitting here as a St. Thomas St. John senator, that's going to stop. 
because the other capital improvement funds are used to address capital improvement in the respective district. So um, because of Senator Donna Fred Gregory, those funds are now being used for St. John Capital Improvement Fund. So what I'm looking forward to as it relates to St. John is that they will utilize their capital improvement funds. We will ask St. John what do they, what are their needs and set aside those funds based on the needs of the St. Johnians in, in this district. So, um, you know, I, I, what, what, what I think is really important is to continue to work and address the needs of, of, of the island district of St. John. No, in a I- very early- now, on the economic side, um, I'm hearing rumblings that uh, Keneal Bay um, is looking to, 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 you know, be revived and, and come back with an even greater um, local involvement. Um, I'm sure the sound of that um, has to be pleasing to one's ears. Yes, but the St. John people have spoken, and um, that's, that's a good, that's, that's a, that's a good um, project where you, you just, the voice of the St. Johnians were heard, you know, this, 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 this project has been around for a very long time and um, now the St. Julians have a real opportunity to let their voice be heard and this and their voice has been heard so um, they have to do what they say and, and see what they're going to do so that's, that's what's important for us and for us as St. Thomas St. Julians I think that is important for us to say St. Thomas St. John is one district and our job is to protect our St. Julian community. The, the final question with respect to St. John the, the uh, administration um Pursuant to a FEMA grant, um, they're going to have a backup power generator over there, specifically for St. John. In the event the worst case scenarios are realized, we do live in a in a, in a hurricane. Plain energy is an issue um, for the entire territory. Um, that too, that too always has um, that too has to sound pleasing to the ears, knowing that um, a significant piece of infrastructure is going to be incorporated into the way of life in St. John. Yes, but I'll say this, right? So that, that's very important. But, you know, we've talked energy for many, many years in the Virgin Islands and for as long as I have worked in the legislature. And, of course, the legislature passed a measure um, that we really, we really didn't sit down with the executive branch. And I think that if, in order for us to really be successful with the direction that we're going with energy at this point is, you know, the executive branch can't move in what direction it wants and the legislative move in what direction it wants. I think it's time that we get... Uh, to, we sit at the table and really have an earnest conversation as to where energy is going. And we don't have these one-off conversations around energy anymore. We, we, have to, we have to really sit, talk, and address these issues in an earnest and meaningful way. It's time. It's time. Let me move to um, St. Thomas. The Red Hook area <clears throat> continues to expand. Um, a lot of economic activity over there. It's a major uh, connector to St. John and, and other ports, Tortola as well. Uh, what's your take about the eastern end of the island? What do you mean? What's my take on the eastern end of the island? As it continues, okay. as it con- as it continues to evolve, because keep in mind, St. Thomas, from a demographics perspective, population, the Charlotte Amali area, um, basically is 70 percent uh, of your population. So, you know, from that yeah, perspective, I, I, the, the economic wait, evolution I, of the eastern end of the island. Uh-huh. Yes, I think that uh, we have to do some work. I've been working very closely with a group here that really we really need to, to begin to revitalize our downtown area and um, really look at um, the transportation. I know the transportation is a little further, but we really need to look at the transportation from the downtown area heading out, heading um, to the to, heading east. So that's something that we really need to take a real look see at to, to, to help us to really revitalize the downtown area in the St. Thomas St. John district. It's important for us at this point. I mean, there's a lot of conversations around it when you look at the Main Street area. In particular, um, you know that we have just a lot of 
we need we need to do a mixed bag of stores down there. We need to have uh, coffee shops, and we need to have uh, bed and breakfast um, opportunities in the downtown area. So we really have to work hard on that. Of course, we know that we have challenges in that area because um, a lot of those um, properties belong to Virgin Islanders have died off and there's a lot of probate issues. But we have to figure out a way. That's another area where we really need to sit at the table and have the earnest conversation as to what is the true direction. Individually, we should not, we cannot continue to have these individual conversations. We have to have collective conversations. Now, you know, you said, we, it, but you said the doctor here, and, and I was, I was asking because because of the the development and 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 all of the whenever you're driving out on the east end and you see all the cars parked on the side of the road and all that stuff over there by Red Hook. Um, right. Do um. The, the, the real question is the comprehensive land and water use plan is supposed to provide a template for all for everybody in particular our senators um, to look at you know the document is going to be um, created by the Department of Planning and Natural Resources and then that will allow for us to look at you know through meetings with the public to look at how what, what the template is going to be for the territory so that particular area out there on the eastern end of the island um you see even more growth taking place out there or i, I can't see more growth in the eastern end of the island if that's what you're asking yeah 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 we've already yeah. outgrown the area okay, and, um, okay. you're talking about the land and water use plan but um you know based on what that area looks like today um I, you know we just built a whole what a parking lot out there that I, I, I'm certain that that parking lot is completely booked out in the daytime. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, I can't see more growth, but we really need to, you know, we need to have some enforcement in that area. But it's important for us to understand that, you know, these people are going, leaving from St. Thomas to go to St. John to work. So how do we, how do we work with our people? Again, we cannot continue to have individual conversations. We have to look at the issues and begin to address them from a collective way. No, very no, collective. no, on the Western end, uh, residential development and agriculture down there, of course, residential development, control residential development. We just can't say we're going to build house left and right. And of course, we're still dealing in the aftermath of getting homes back to base and building new homes uh, in the aftermath of, of those who were impacted um, with Hurricane Irma in particular, but Maria subsequent to that. So what's your take on that? Well, um, my take is that we have to be very um, deliberate about, you know, how we develop the West End. Um, I think it's full time that the West End is developed. You know, we need some gas stations and some 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 supermarkets, a supermarket at minimum in that area. Um, as far as the agriculture component is concerned, you know that um, I actually sponsored the um, and wrote the agricultural uh, request for the for, for the Virgin Islands of Agriculture State Plan. So I think we need to follow that plan and really work with our farmers and hold them accountable as well. Because you know, a lot of times we want to give, but we don't we don't you know we don't have that push and pull. Um, relationship with our people so we need to really work with our farmers provide them with the necessary support and you know you know guide them along the way but i think we have a perfect and right time for us to really um, expand agriculture not only in this district but i think the st croix district in particular is ripe for real agriculture development and i think that um it's time for us to really give it an earnest 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 um a boost one of my listeners. Uh, yeah, one of my listeners been been listening to the conversation. They said most states have what they call pu- property, uh, public waste laws to address the issue that you spoke of. Plenty of the laws we have plenty of laws to use as a as a basis, a foundation for um, what we could, what the legislature could could look at uh, in the thirty fifth and beyond. So they're they're in agreement with you uh, in that regard. Okay. Thank you. So All right. you feel good. Yeah, I know I have a lot of work to do. Um, I, I think that uh, this is what I'll say. 
um, you know, I've been in the Senate for the past three and a half years, and I, I see no, areas. No, 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 you're a math person. This is this is November, so it's past even three and three quarters. So I think I think the term is the better the better part of four years. Okay, the better part of four years. Good, right? Yeah. I, I, I know. I know you wish I'd been in that so that we could have had we could have had fun going know, at that each other. You know, know what I mean? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Four years, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and I keep saying that people laugh at me. My colleagues laugh at me sometimes when I say this. But we must come together and work collectively. We have to look at what the true issues are, the things that are impacting the people, and work together to resolve them. This one-off legislation that we have. We got to work on that, man. We, we, we have to do better in that area. And in order for us to be successful as Virgin Islanders and as leaders that the people have chosen, we have to decide, so what are those salient issues? And how do we collectively address them? Hold on, don't hang up. I, I, I don't run off my guests them, so hang up because we're getting to a break and I give you a chance uh, to actually uh, say a comprehensive thank you and, you know, all that good stuff uh to the people of the Virgin Islands who have supported you consistently over the last three election cycles beginning in 2018, then 2020, and now 2022. We got the Senate President, leading vote getter, Ruffian. She used to be the notorious DFG, she's now Ruffian. Uh, joining us this morning, Donna Fred Gregory. We'll be back right after this. I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hola, soy Isabela Gómez ayudando a Smokey Bear porque él tiene mucho más que decir que solo Solo tú puedes prevenir incendios forestales Si estás afuera disfrutando de una barbacoa después de una larga caminata asegúrate de no tirar tus brasas o cenizas calientes al suelo porque podría provocar un incendio forestal Toma en serio la prevención de incendios forestales y salvemos el mundo un día a la vez Juntos con Smokey Bear podemos hacerlo Ve a SmokeyBear.com para obtener más información Presentado por el Servicio Forestal de los Estados Unidos Su ingeniero forestal, estatal y el Ad Council what is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. Here on WTJX FM 93.1. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council.
we're back here and analyze this. And we've got uh, Senate President, newly re-elected Senator Donna Fred Gregory, uh, joining us this morning uh, as we bask in the aftermath of her um, resounding. How you say this? Leading vote getter victory uh, in 2022, uh, consistent with 2018 and 2020. Good morning, Madam President. The floor is yours. I yield for you to, to thank your supporters, friends, family, and the people of St. Thomas, St. John. Well, good morning again to the people of St. Thomas, St. John, and to the people of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, I am overwhelmed by the overwhelming support of the people. You know, usually when you serve as president of the institution of the legislature, I think my host, the host here, can can attest to that. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. You 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 really you 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 know you lose grace with the people, but you know as I served as senator, as senate senate president, I made a commitment, a deliberate commitment to myself, that I will not forget why I was elected, and that was to serve the people of the Virgin Islands, and not to serve as senate president. So I you know I made sure that I stayed focused and stayed true to the work that I was doing as as senator of the Virgin Islands. I did my administrative work. I did it with blows. I got a lot of blows. But you know what? I always remembered the people elect me to serve them. And I really want to thank the people of the Virgin Islands, the St. Thomas, St. John District in particular, for recognizing my hard work. And my commitment is that I will continue to work hard and to address the issues that are important to the people and to really push my colleagues for us to focus and what's important, and make sure that when we when we end up in the next two years, that the people will be properly served and they will feel good about the work that we've done. So thank you again. Thank you very much. And one thing you ain't saying, one thing you ain't saying. Tell me. That I've made history as a president of the institution. By running first? Coming, come, yes. coming after, after the, yeah, yeah, you did, you did make history because typically, as someone who actually, when I saw as president, I had run fifth uh, in 2014, and I barely get back in. I run seventh in uh, okay. in, in in 2016, and, and my Red Jackson the same thing. He was he was president in 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 the 2017, 2018, and when he ran back, he ran seventh. It rough, and they got a lot of men who run, and when they run back, they never even win. Why they didn't even make it out of primary? You know what I'm saying? So congratulations. I know Lorraine Berry. Um, she had served as president in the 22nd legislature, and when she ran back uh, in 1998, she finished second. So you did make history. And uh, uh, by the way, I am also a part of history because I got a sister in the legislature, and I believe that is yes, the first. I, I think I think this is the first brother sister combination in the history of the legislature. So we're both in the history making business this morning. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. And thank you, thank you for reaching out, and thank you for your con congratulatory. Of course, man. Of course, you deserve it, Ruffian. To the lead. If 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 Milo was alive, he would have been proud of you because he had a hasne just eat it. That used to beat up Rudy them has all the time. I'm hell broke loose. So so. Uh, <laughs> Rudy Clark. That's right. Man, man, Milo, 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 Milo had a mirror name, just eating, used to drag them down the street all the time, man. So, I guess, oh, So, we good. Anyway, um, the campaign is a long campaign. Get some rest, yeah. recalibrate, and then come good again down the road. Appreciate Absolutely. that. All right? You all got right. it. That's um, Donna Fred Gregory, the notorious one, ruffian, running things, um, and reelected as a leading vote getter for the Toy Time. Check this out. Um, Sega 
Sega for Stanley, then we, uh, Sega, Sega was a tremendous donkey. You could have run. So we're going to listen to some more Quelbe Rudy Krieger. Right? You get all of that good stuff. Right? You know, Thanksgiving coming. You know when Thanksgiving come? Yeah, another two weeks from today. The day after, you know, there's, there's, there's Quelbe music all the way through January 6th. So, um, then we listen to Sega from Stanley them, and then we got one more James. He come a little bit later. And hopefully, we can get him joining us in a little while. Senator Kenny Kittens. Shame, 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 for calling him. 
when I call it too much. Perfect from where they black. The matching with the dead man I sorry about my brother and Joseph. Man, a shame, shame, shame for calling him. When I call it too much. Perfect from where they black. The matching with the dead man How you know that's a girl with the red? How you know that's a girl with the red? How you know that's a girl with the red, my lad? And the flag went Yes, indeed. Um, standing in 10 percent with a, a, a classic Sega win the race. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, tremendous donkey. You could have run. I know a Sega, and that was a horse. I went to New York to see him back in 1995 when he won the Breeders' Cup Classic. Uh, went 10 for 10 that year. Went eight great ones. One of the greatest race horses uh, in, in, the, in the last uh, 30, 40 years. We got Dwayne Henry joining us this morning. Uh, attorney Dwayne Henry, counselor. Good morning. How are you, sir? Are you, are you on this mute thing? You you on dog school? What are you going to do with Ayo? Good morning, counselor. How are you? Good morning. There we I'm go. Well. There, 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 there we go. There, there we go. Good to hear your voice again. Everything safe? Of course. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then the streets, but you know, for you, I always uh, park up. No, man. I, I, appre- I, I appreciate that. No, no Senator Francis, we're giving Ayo props, but he said he wanted to be a part of the discussion with, that, with this wrong table panel that we assembled yesterday, man. So, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, I, yeah. I, he tried to call. He tried to call him, but you know how you know how it is. You know that that would tell you that. But anyway, check this out. Check this out. I want to talk some mainland politics real quickly, right? Um, Absolutely. The the independents stepped up and 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 put a, a kind of like a, 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 a I don't want to say a screeching halt, but they put like a check on 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 the, on, on the right because the right were going around bragging. But when we do this, when yes, we when we take over, we're going to impeach Biden and we're going to do this and all that stuff. And uh, inf- in- in- inf- inflation is Biden's fault. And like it don't exist in the other countries, gas prices, Biden's fault. Like we don't have high gas prices other other places. And the independents, it were the independents to me, enough of them, enough of them who said, wait a minute. Let's tell the whole, let's tell the truth a little bit here. I mean, I mean, yes, we're not happy with the direction of the country. But is it really because of the president or is it because of circumstances? Having said that, right? 
We had pro, we had projections. I'm coming to you. We had, we had we had senatorial projections as much as 54 to 46. Real clear politics. Of course, you know they bias and they partial. They, yeah, they, yeah, which is very good. Yeah, very, very good. <laughs> yeah. They they said um we're looking at a 54 46 legislature and as many as 35 40 seats being flipped, mm-hmm. and, and and as we speak now, things are getting really really tight on the mainland. Attorney Henry. Yes. Well, you know, you're right on the independence. A lot of people don't understand that. If you look at the 2018 and 20, uh, 20 elections, I don't have the stats in front of me because, as I told you, the, uh, I was driving on the road. But the the independent, um, the difference between the, um, the, the independents going for Democrats or, or Republicans was heavily Republican by, like, 10 points in each of those elections. And um, clearly... In it, um, when when Trump w- 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 was elected and stuff, but the, but in the twenty eighteen and and, and twenty twenty, independents went very heavily. For, in this election, the 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 different the the, the, the independents went forty nine forty eight for the Democrats. Wow, wow, wow! So the the the, the, the trend reversed like ten points in this election, which is a drastic reduction. In in uh thing and I think um there was listen one in talk show host Jimmy Kimmel or somebody so they clearly said look people looked at all the stuff that was going on especially the independents and looked at the stuff that the Republican Party was offering and saying they were going to do and they said you know what we're not going there at least not at least not in the numbers at least not in the numbers that they expect us to not go in there. the numbers yeah no. Yeah. Now the Republicans, I mean, the independents actually, like I said, 49, 48 percentage-wise for the Democrats. No, 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 no. We're looking at the Senate race. Right now they've called, mm-hmm. they've called uh, all the races except for That's three, right. except for three, right? And, of course, they can't call right. Georgia because that one's heading for a runoff in, the, in December. Absolutely. A- Arizona mm-hmm. and Nevada. Now, Arizona, incumbent Kelly... Um, who who took over for John McCain in a special election? That's why he running back again in twenty right. in in twenty twenty two. He's leading by five points, and there are two right. there are two um the the major the major county in Arizona Maricopa where Phoenix is and all of those big um, suburban yeah. cities around that. Mm-hmm. Those numbers are waiting to come in. He mm-hmm. leading by five points. Now what's what, what's interesting is right. Nevada, where Miss Cortez, I think her mm-hmm. name is Senator Cortez, right? Um, yeah, she is running. Cortez. She yeah, is running Cortez, against yeah. um, um, candidate Laxalt, and his family been in politics for a lot of years. I think he's attorney general or something. Uh, Laxalt, yeah, 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 Laxalt, Laxalt, right? Laxalt. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and and Clark County, where Las Vegas is, and Washoe County, yeah. where Reno is. They read um, mm-hmm. the numbers in Reno actually cut his lead down to under twenty thousand, and they expect a significant portion of votes. Of those mail-in and drop uh, drop box vote right. v- votes uh, to be counted because they get counted after, of course, because you know that's a yes, that's a ma- that's a manual thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and and they, and so they're thinking. So so here's the math: if um, Senator Kelly in Arizona holds that seat, mm-hmm. that brings him to forty nine. That would uh, mm-hmm. uh, that that would mean that the Senate, the Democrats, are one seat away from control because if they get to 50, then the vice president would be the mm-hmm. tiebreaker, right? Exactly. If the Republicans win two those two seats or two of the three mm-hmm. seats because they're at 49 mm-hmm. now, they're going to get to 51 mm-hmm. and they're going to run the Senate. What's your right. take What's your take right. on that? 
What's your take on that? I'm calling it. I'm calling it for the Democrats. I'm calling um, Arizona for for the, for, um, for Kelly. Mark Kelly. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm calling that now. I'm calling Georgia in the runoff for for Warnock, mm, mm-hmm. and I'm leaning for for Miss Cortez in, in in Nevada. I think that's going to be an upset be, be, because you think that you think that the the the, the blue county that is Clark but, County, yeah, Las Vegas, yes, Nevada, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Right now, she's barely is like literally hundreds of votes. Yeah. But I think she's going to eke out that 50.1 or so. Wow. Um, thing. I think she's at like 50.4 or well, something. Well, no, 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 right? Uh, not, not, no, 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 no. That's the projected 50.4. But right now, it's actually right. it's actually like 49.4 lakhs out to 47.5 Cortez. But the right. way, but, but because of the percentage that she is leading for the votes counted in Las Vegas, they oh. anticipate. If you apply the same percentage right. for the outstanding votes that are coming in, she go she go eke it up. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk about we'll talk about the impact of the runoff election because that that is far reaching that people don't really seem to uh, to process because there's a tinge and we spoke about this before a tinge of subtle racism going on there with the Warnock Walker race in Georgia. We got Tony Henry joining us. We'll be back right after this. of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. Bankofstcroix.com. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at his new time, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.
and we're back here on Alexis. So I got Dwayne Henry uh, joining me uh, via the Zoom link. Uh, good morning once again, Counselor. Good morning once again, Counselor. Unmute. Unmute. Uh, Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Good. Okay, good. Good, good. good. And we're now, out. what happened? Let me explain to people. Apparently, the phone, after so much, it is mutual automatically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all, all the technical advances of cell phones uh, yes. coming into play. And we join, we're joined by um, Senator and leading vote getter in the St. Croix District, uh, Senator um, Kenneth Kenny Gittins. Uh, congratulations, Senator, on your awesome run in 2022. And talk to the people then. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? You could hear me? Yes, doing well. Doing well. Sound good. Good morning to good morning to you. Good morning to the panelists. Good morning to the people of the Virgin Islands. Uh first, you know, I wanna thank God to whom all things are were possible and are possible. And I truly want to continue to show my deep appreciation to all the vote, get the uh vote. Uh, all those who went out to vote uh, that uh, showed their faith in my um, ability to continue to serve uh, in the legislature. I thank each and every one of them um, for all their support. Um, you know, I just wish to continue to focus on the, the matters that uh, matters most to the people of the territory. And I look forward to continuing the work in the 34th and clearly into the 35th. Now, uh, I, I truly believe that uh, the legislature is going to have to take a, a, a closer look and a much harder line on um, some of the projects that we see uh, going forward. You know, I've always um, talked about uh, accountability. And I think all we truly need to do is, you know, be accountable to the people who we serve. Uh, we ask to be in these public service positions. And uh, all we need to do is do our best, do what we're supposed to do, and, and make things happen to better the livelihood of all Virgin Islanders here. So, again, I'm looking forward to working with my colleagues. I also want to thank all those who have offered themselves to public office that may not have make it. Um, your work um, has definitely been seen through the campaign, and we ask that you continue to even work with those who are elected so we can put our heads together and, and make things better here for the people of the territory. So again, uh, thank you all. Thank my my, my small skeleton staff um, for all that they uh, do and continue to do to keep the office afloat. I also want to thank all those who volunteered on the uh, campaign trail they kept me blazing and and we see that the hard work uh, certainly paid off so again thank you to all the people of the virgin islands particularly those in st croix who came out and voted whether or not you voted for me i truly appreciate all of you and will work uh, to the best of my ability for everyone attorney henry any questions for senator Gittins? Uh, yes, good morning, Senator, and congratulations on an outstanding win and, and your good grasp of retail politics and, and campaigning. You did an excellent job this this, this cycle. You always had a good job, but you did an amazing job this cycle. So thank, kudos thank to you, you and, and your uh, team. Is, 
Right. And I like how you and uh, Senator Francis both spoke about your skeleton staff at the legislature, you know, which means that the money is being spent. Um, you're getting the best bang for your buck because both of you guys have great staff. Um, but but uh, the question I have is um, <clears throat> you speak about the projects going forward. Um, you right. Has, have you ever, um, you, or would you, if you get into a, which we assume, we presume that you would be in, in a leadership position, see the legislature has as presenting a um, some sort of a plan or at least a, um, a schedule of their own projects that they would like to see done with a lot of this money because a, a lot of this money still hasn't been completely um, um, locked in and there's still time to change some of the stuff. Have you have you done that or? Or, or do you see this, the legislature doing that? Yeah, I'm sending something up to the governor and saying, look, we'd like to see this happen. Well, I, I could foresee um, this taking place um, where uh, the legislative body will come together, we'll put our heads together and, and, and bring some um, suggestions uh, to the governor. Mm-hmm. And we work along with the executive branch to, to truly um, execute uh, mm-hmm. these projects. We don't just need uh, lip service. Um, you know, we, we've seen a, a number of, of style projects for quite some time. And, and truthfully, um, mm-hmm. the people want to see some action. And, and specifically mm-hmm. here in, in, in our district on St. Croix, and even more mm-hmm. specific um, to even some of the projects in Fredericksburg. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to a meeting as a body and uh, uh, bringing these um putting these projects down on paper and, and, and having a discussion with the executive branch and making sure that we see it through to the end. Now, 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 and now, I like that answer. Now, 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 Senator you join a very um, special group as it relates to getting votes. Um, I know that uh, in 2014, Senator Marvin Blyden finished seventh in the primary and finished first in the general election in the same year. Right, and I know that uh, in 2002, Senator Malone finished seventh in 2002, and then finished first in 2004. Now in 2020, you finished seventh, and now in 2022, you finished first. So first of all, congratulations from jo- for, <laughs> congratulations for joining that special group that went from seven to one. Um, the question is, why do you think you were so effective? in 2021 and 2022 which led to this optimum bounce from from just getting in to leading the pack i i think that um people are paying more attention to what's uh, taking place in the legislature now they can see and and hear uh those individuals who truly champion their cause um, one, uh, two. I, I, I think um, that the um, the uh, issues during the pandemic and specifically to the premium pay and whatnot uh, may have played a, a role as well. And um, you know, just holding people a- accountable across the board, uh, continuing to press the WAPA issue, which I'm not going to. To, to rest down until um, we could get a proper uh, in-depth um, uh, investigation done with this so that we could see some, um, the, the reduced um, 
uh, cost to, to repairs, which they promised time and time again. And so I, I think people uh, basically are, are paying more attention to what's going on. Well, that's that's good. I mean, uh, congratulations! You know, awesome run. Um, uh, the the people spoke, and now um, we're looking forward to the thirty fifth legislature convening in January and um, being the first branch that it is providing that leadership uh, on a local level. Because you know, of course, unlike the governor, I ain't got no entourage around Ohio. Um, you know, the, the the people the people have um, personal access um, to the senators and. Uh, uh, that's that, that, that's just a reality of life here in the territory. So congratulations once yes. again, and and, uh, and and I truly embrace that um, that people can walk up to me and and have a conversation. That people can call me. Uh, they'll meet me in a grocery store. They'll meet me in a laundry. They'll meet me at the gas station. I I, I don't send people out to do these things. So you always have that direct contact mm-hmm. uh, with me. Mm-hmm. That's true. Without a doubt. Congratulations again, sir, and continue yes. success. Thank you so much. Uh, Guys, and thank you for the words of encouragement as well as you see me uh, go along. And if if I need a pull up, I'm, I'm expecting that you continue to do that because both of you have oh, you pulled me up uh, when you need to pull me up, and I and I and I embrace that and I ask you to continue to do that. Um, Senator Gatins, need I remind you that uh, you and uh, Senator Francis are the ranking members uh, from the district of Saint Croix. And along with Senator Bladen, the ranking members in the body, each are going into your fifth term. So, so, so there's a, actually there's a there's a higher level of expectation from leadership from the, from the three are as a result. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Senator. You got it. That's um Senator uh, Kenneth Kenny Gittins out of the West, leading vote getter in the 2022 senatorial election cycle. Um, fi- final question for you, uh, Senator uh, Attorney uh, Henry. Uh, looking at Kalia, Senator. Um, check this out. Um, that that Georgia race, and I think we're gonna be joined by Doc School. Doc School, and a little bit to talk about uh, independence. That that Georgia race, even if it don't decide the legislation, I believe that it may. Um, Herschel Walker only became a viable Republican candidate when a, a, a person of color won the seat in 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 twenty twenty one, January twenty twenty one. And at, at some, that, yeah, um, man, yeah, at, at some point, before and I, that he wasn't getting me, and he wasn't even considered. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you. so, so we, so we, so, so, my question to you is: At what point does the media talk about things like they should be talking about the mainstream media um, instead well, of sugarcoating um, what mm-hmm. is what is subtle racism? Thank you. Well, well, you see, this is my problem with the mainstream media. I don't have the same problem as Fox News and all these other people have. My problem is different. Um, the mainstream media, uh, to me, like, you just use the word, this sugar coating of this stuff and, 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 and dumbing down and watering down and stuff. You know, call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Call it what it is. It's very clear what's going on. When you look at the J.D. Vance, you know, if dude wrote a book, Hillbilly Elegy, yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah, it is, yeah. you know, and 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 the people that support the um the, the, the January six race and all the ball and the carry one go This is the damn problem. Um, Doc School, we've been talking about. Good morning, good morning to you. We've been talking about morning, how about how independence about how independence really stepped up again, and you and I've been talking about the power of independence. Um, in and national politics, I'm just glad that they they have some say and they they could impact elections. I like that. Yeah, but yes. really, you know, good morning again to the people of the Virgin Islands. I love the 
the senators you had on this morning, the senators elect, and you know me and Mike Quilby music. I was here rocking, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I want to say that. And I just come in with the sauce, all the, all, all, all the meat gone. So I just get a little sauce, you know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> we talk about the independence, and we've spoken about that on the program all the time when we've been analyzing the votes up there. And, you know, the independence did show out. They did show out. And you guys uh-huh. are correct in the terms that the. The, the, the mainstream media are not calling this thing that, that these guys want to become autocratic, man. I told you that already, Nevin. Mm-hmm. 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 These guys want, this, this is what they're doing. But, the gerrymandering that you spoke about earlier oh gosh. Is, is, mm-hmm. is, is a part of the scheme so that minority mm-hmm. can continue to rule. Uh, that is what is happening mm-hmm. in America. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 so that minorities cannot have the say that we should have with respect to rule. That's what the gerrymandering uh, is. Uh, is, uh, no, no, is but I think, but I, think, I think what Senator Cole is saying is that the, the, the minorities are now the majority. Is yeah. that what you say? No. Yes, exactly. They're the making the minority because the, the nation is, in terms of plurality, the nation in right. Oh yes, 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 yes. From, from yes. that, from yes. that perspective, yes, 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 from yes. that perspective, yes, so yes. The people yes. who run in think they're in a minority. The people who the minority. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, you, oh, 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 uh, and, yeah. and a handful of people are the ones who, who got who got the grip uh, 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 of the yes. money. W- one thing, yes. one thing I wanted a final comment uh, from 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 both of you on is that um, Trump had a bad night on Tuesday night, man. <laughs> he cussed out his wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he said his wife Mickey support us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said well, that he said that's all his wife. Uh, and docs and, uh, all of these rallies and and this supposed red wave and it never happened isn't that something yeah, that, that 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 is really something and i'm i'm, I'm never like i have a little hope i have a little yes. hope, and i'm still waiting yes. on my good friend merit garland i'm waiting on merit garland very garden, like you, you, you in Alaska going up. No, 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 you know it is though. No, 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 but you, you know, but check this out, right? Check this out, right? Mary Garland, right? To me, he's the best, even though doctor go after you, right? He, he's the best. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you know why? Ain't nothing to frighten us more than knowing a hurricane coming and we can't do nothing about it. Right, and, and for all we know, Mary Garland probably sitting in the chair with the leg them cross, and they don't know when I have the ability to push the button and say move, move for that thing there. Seriously, them on, quiet on, people, them quiet, them people. quiet people is dangerous. Uncertainty, mm-hmm. uncertainty is a scary, scary phenomenon. You know, how you know that? Right? That's because Wall Street, that's Wall Street, but uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah docs. Fi- final comment, docs. He's, this guy is using everything in the playbook. Yeah. Everything in the playbook. Yeah. To obfuscate what is going on. Every challenge, every mm-hmm. thing, every that he's using everything mm-hmm. in his book. And I, I'm saying it comes a point in time when we're going to say we're done with this, like the judge had said. Stop this shenanigans. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The judge, the judge, yeah, the judge actually told the Trump team, "You didn't file a lawsuit because you would think you filed a lawsuit to delay, and that's bad." Yes. Uh, uh, but, but, but one thing I want to, I want to put a bow tie on this discussion as we go. Mm-hmm. The beauty of the independents is that they keep the two big parties in check, 
And that's like Absolutely. that. That that's like what the ICM party. We had a, a game again. I don't know. It's like what the I mean, ICM party yeah. did with the Democrats and the Republicans back in the early seventies. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank Absolutely. you very much. Thank you very much. Thank great, you very much. Great, great, great show. Great. Thanks for the gravy. Yeah, thanks for the sauce. You must get it. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Be good. Be safe, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. God willing. Bye bye. Yes, sir. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. I'm Deepa Fernandez from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We'll bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up, plus conversations with authors and artists stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So please join us for Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists. You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.